Salutations, motherfuckers. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Travel and Shit. I am your giggly host today. I'm in a great mood. Um, this is D. Carrie, and thank you for listening again. Uh, welcome and shit. This, um, yeah, that's enough for an intro. So we're gonna jump right into it. I've got a guest, like I said I would. My friend Diana's here. Hi. Hi, Diana. Welcome. Thank you for being on my podcast. I escaped from Midtown. We are here. So, um, let's just jump into why I invited you on. Okay. So, I am a solo traveler and I enjoy uh, gallivanting across the globe alone. However, I realized that not everyone has uh, that same lifestyle. Correct. Some people uh, vacation, some Mm -hmm. people uh, friendcation, Mm -hmm. and some people kidcation. Okay. So, tell us, what is your lifestyle? I started off as a friendcationer, right? Is that Mm -hmm. the term? Um, And I pretty much visited wherever my friends were in the world. And okay. then so met where my you husband. Knew somebody already yes. Okay. That's how we travel. And then mm-hmm. met my husband, and we went on our first international trip when we were just like dating for like four months, which is like a big no no when you first like start dating someone. You're like, I don't know this guy. I'm That's a good with him. way to figure out whether or not. You right, can right, with right. Else. We did good, and he was down to travel. And so we're in our twenties, you know, mm-hmm. traveling the world wherever our, our friends were. That's where we went. We're like, oh, you're stationed in in Okinawa, Japan. That's where we're gonna be. You're stationed in Germany. Okay. All right, we'll be there. Oh, you're doing a work assignment in Paris. Okay, we're gonna go. Okay. So, so what do you do? Because I'm looking at my friends. I'm like, nobody works anywhere. But like, well, okay. So my friends. So I work in IT. Okay. So I'm a project manager in IT. But my friends do a lot of different things. So I have friends who work for the Department of State. I have friends who are in the military. They travel a lot. Um, I have friends who are international assignments for their work. Nice. And then through them and traveling there, we've met their friends and became friends with their friends. So. We so go I where they are. Friends. I don't want to say I need better friends. Yeah. Your friends. Hi. For the four of you that listen, step it up. Guys. Yes, yes. Thank and you. I've got like coworkers who have places internationally. So mm-hmm. visit there. Um, yes, yes, yes. So we kind of like that's So we started to travel with him. And then uh, when we got married, we did, um, we 14 years. No, what, we were. We did 14 months in Australia. So we... Excuse me? Yeah. Before before we got... A few months before we got married, I got assigned internationally to Australia for three months. And that was like the longest flight I ever took in my life. And it was mm-hmm. business class. So I was like, oh my God. Okay. okay, we're going to go. What? And then I came back, got married, and they were like, oh, you did such a great job. You know, we want someone like you to go to Australia for a year. And I just got married. And I was like... Well, I can't go unless my husband goes. I just married the guy. Right. And he was like, all right, let's go. And he just up and left work. We can talk about those details later. But, right, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we went to live in Australia our first year of marriage, which everybody says is the hardest away from anyone we know. How? Oh, it was amazing. So wild. It was amazing. Well, I didn't know that. So, so cool. yes. So we lived in Australia for about 14 months. Wow. Um, he came back before I did, but yeah, I was there for 14 months working. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a house husband. <laughs> he made sure I had lunch every day and the right. laundry was done. <laughs> he hit the gym and the beach every uh-huh. day. I was jealous. Wow. But 
Um, it was, I was really scared because we had never, we had lo- a long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. He, li- I'm from New York, but I lived in Pennsylvania at the time okay. for many years. We were together for five years before we got married, but he lived in New York. I lived in Pennsylvania. Okay. And that was the first time that we were ever living together for a long time. And we had bought our house in Pennsylvania, but he worked here and, and he right. came to PA on the weekends. Um, and everybody says like the first year of marriage is hard and not only that, but we were isolated from everybody we knew. So we really only had each other. And I was like, this could go really well. It could be a disaster. Thankfully, it went really, really, really well. So we like explored, uh, new culture, Mm -hmm. um, a new place together. We were always out doing something. Um, so yeah. So after Australia, Mm -hmm. we came back, um, he went back to work. I went back to work. We had kids. And from basically the point that we were 22 years old till now, we mm-hmm. travel all the time. Uh, and that is something that we definitely wanted to continue to have with kids. And we made it a priority. So now my son completed his 18th flight in 18 months. Wow. And my daughter is probably double that. So she probably has about 24 to maybe 30. 26 flights and how old is your daughter she's four wow so and when i say flights it's not trips so it's like mm-hmm. the number of times she's yeah. been on the plane like there to and, and from connection and stuff yeah still that's a lot so yeah so i went from uh uh i was never i never traveled when i was in college it was always after because okay. i could never afford it mm-hmm. so it wasn't until after i graduated mm-hmm. that you know i i took a trip and i've been on ever since and right. then like once i started i didn't go anywhere in college like yeah. the whole idea of like, like spring break i could never break, I afford like, that and i had never jobs i was telling you on the way here like i've always had like a ton no. of jobs and i was making all this money for naught i didn't do shit but buy jeans buy shoes mm-hmm. a couple pairs of sneakers and eat yep i ate well and i dressed well that was it and i wish i would have hoarded i knew better than to spend it all but yet and yep. still you're young. Yeah, but. so that's my you know, that's a travel story. I never traveled, and then now I'm like, where am I going to go next? Like, the first year that the, not even the first year, there just comes a point in pregnancy where you can't travel. Okay. And then a few months after, like, and I just get, I feel benched. Like, I get this mm-hmm. itch, like, oh my so gosh, when, like, where are we going to okay, go next? So let's start there. So with pregnancy, when can you not travel? That's like the ninth month on? Like you no. Can't travel? The so month, about seventh Okay. About seven months. At that point, you can kind of deliver. You can kind of deliver at whatever time. Um, also, like the way your blood circulates, you okay. know, it's just really not safe. Um, and you're just uncomfortable. Okay. Like you just don't want to be sitting on a plane for too long. Um, so I think six up to six months is really mm-hmm. like the sweet spot. Okay. And then um, after that, um, I would say you can kind of start flying once the baby gets the first round of shots. Even okay. then, it's still a little germy, but yeah, so you're kind of out. Now, what for if a you while. were to fly someplace week four of month six or something? Do they restrict your travel? They do. Okay, yeah, they look so. at you and they're like, you're really big, you know, to fly. So you might get stuck someplace. Yeah. They might tell you. So they can basically, if you're in Uruguay and in the airport, they're like. No, even in leaving the US. Okay, airlines so won't let you le- on. They won't let you. Yeah, leave they do have like um, pregnancy restrictions on the website. It, okay. You know, so I didn't know that. Well, mm-hmm. Why would I? I had no reason to look into stuff yeah. like that. Interesting. I didn't even consider that. Like that makes it makes sense. But like, what if you're? It's work, 
And you know what I mean? Like you end up having to go for something and you end up being there longer because it's like to close a deal kind of thing. And then yeah, you have an extra two weeks or something. Yeah, you do have like you can get like a doctor's note saying okay. that you're like perfectly healthy. You're like low risk mm-hmm. and all of that. But um, hopefully work won't send you out when you're eight months pregnant. You can kind of pop at any this time. But show. different jobs have different demands. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just kind of have to have your backup plan. But there are guidelines for each airline. Okay. And then once you have the baby, what was your first flight with your daughter? Because you had your daughter first, right? Yep. So Miami. Okay. It was a short flight. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, it was our January. So it was right before I went back. I came back from maternity leave. So oh, I wanted to take then? a trip. She was eight, um, about 10 weeks. Okay. She was about 10 weeks old. And... I knew that I wanted to go on a trip before I came back from maternity leave mm-hmm. um, because I wouldn't be able to right. go Once anywhere for a while back, because I'm just be getting back to work. I'll be stuff. out for a while. So we wanted to take our first trip and we have family in Miami. Mm-hmm. So we're like, let's just take the short flight. Um, you know, you have like those misconceptions of like, oh my gosh, my kid's going to be crying on the plane. Um, when the baby is like three, four months, is like the easiest time to fly. Got it, just they just sleep, sleep it the whole time. And, that's and if one so, thing, just like pop a boob, a pacifier, or a bottle. Yeah, and, and then you go back to sleep. That's the one thing that I hate, even on the train, when people get annoyed at crying babies. It's like, bro, it's a baby. It's a baby. It's what they do, unless the right. parent is being totally, you know, um, dismissive to the actual crying kid. Like, but if you see them trying to, you know, appease the baby, and they're trying, just like, chill. Right breathe it's a kid like right. turn your earbuds up or do just that just move always to another car yeah that, like it's, that a, it's a baby it's, like that's what can't. they're gonna do it's, it's annoying yes do i does anybody want to have a kid cry but the parent doesn't want the kid to cry the kid right. don't want to cry but it's just i hate when people are uh, and then all the huffing and the puffing and the and then they start complaining and they start talking to you like you're supposed to agree with them no it's the baby is right like four Right. Four-year-olds are assholes. Like, it's like they're going to complain like, about right. stuff, and like, this is what they do. So let it go. Okay, so first flight, it was easy. Ten weeks. Was there any point at which you were concerned flying? What about all the stuff? Because I know sometimes um, you follow a lot of people on Instagram and Facebook and stuff, and then new moms will be like, okay, well, what do I bring? And yeah. then I'm traveling with this. And your husband went with you? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. So I've seen mothers like – You've got the stroller, then you've got like the one with the carrier, and then you've got the bag, and then you've got your stuff. Like, is there, how did you, were you victim to the whole bring it all? Or were you used to traveling solo, so you kind of were able to, tell me about that. Yeah. So I think that a lot of um, the times that we've flown, it just, it really depends on the trip. Mm-hmm. It depends where you're going and what you're doing. Okay. So to start off, yes, for the first flight, you kind of have that fear of like, I need it all. But then you have to remind yourself like, okay, it's Miami. I'm not going to yeah. the middle of the desert, mm-hmm. right? Let's just be realistic. If anything, if anything I just go to the CVS, you, you know. So I also got smart really quick and I don't pack a ton of diapers. Okay. I pack enough for a day or two and then I buy diapers when I'm there. Oh. If I'm going to a friend's house family, I just ship. Okay. I just like buy on Amazon and I send the diapers there. Genius. Um, at three months, for example, 
you don't need a pack and play because the baby's not rolling around, the baby's not really mobile. So we're okay with setting up some pillows on the floor with a nice mm-hmm. cushion. Um, In terms or, of like at the hotel kind of thing. Yeah, at the hotel. Okay. Well, we we do a lot of Airbnbs. Okay. But if we have to do a hotel, right? At the hotel, hotels actually, you can reserve ahead of time a pack and play. They'll give oh, you sweet. a crate there. So you don't have to bring it. Um, so you just kind of learn what you need, what you don't need. Mm-hmm. But as the baby gets older, yes, you do need the pack and play. The car seat, you may or may not need it. Like we've okay. taken a trip to Florida where we're in a cab for 20 minutes and everything else is walking distance. Okay. Um, we don't take the car seat for that. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of the times we travel, you know, low probability of being in danger. But as far as like on the plane, it depends how old the baby is. Um, you travel the lightest when the baby is the youngest. Mm-hmm. You carry more stuff once the baby starts to want to do and need entertainment. Right, you're right. You need entertainment, uh, busy bags. You need um, a change of clothes for you. Five changes of clothes for the baby. Mm-hmm. You know, you need the food. Um, so it just like it really, really depends. So I will say that the hardest time to fly and you get also carry the most amount of stuff is about the time that the baby starts Walking. to walk okay to about 18 months because in that range they're really busy yeah they're and they're really curious and they're moving around a lot so it's really hard to keep them still so you're packing a bag to keep them busy on the plane or um food also keeps them busy mm-hmm. But the only way that they know how to communicate is by screaming and crying when they're not happy or laughing really loud when they are happy. Um, and they also get like thrown off. Uh, what else do we pack? So we try to keep it as light as possible. We always take the carrier with us because it's just easy to travel through security and get it on and off the plane. Like the uh, the little like, yeah. The, the book bag. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, the little book bag <laughs> with the kitten, yep, yep. Uh, we really, really don't take the car seats. So, yes, so I've become a bit of a packing genius. So I start the packing process early. I use packing cubes, a little compression packs. Oh, I just, oh, okay, so boom, pause. Okay. I just discovered, because I'm going to, I don't want to say successfully accomplish uh, cold weather packing in a carry-on only, because I did get it into, you know that mid-size carry-on where you know good and well Mm -hmm. it doesn't really fit the carry-on regulations, but it'll fit on the plane? Yeah. So I snuck one of those to i got to seattle out of seattle to canada but on the way back the the flight attendant caught me so it was like, yeah, but it was all because i was waiting on sarita i love you but girl you fucked that up for me i had to pay for it anyway i heard about packing cues but was like oh i don't know everybody swears by them so i said i was going to buy them for this trip mm-hmm. but then i discovered they have compression packing yes, cubes. is it a big one. difference yes um the regular packing cubes the compression ones, if you don't fill it all up mm-hmm. or it like squeezes the air out of it and it keeps it airtight. So I recommend the compression ones. Okay. And sure. you just got them on Amazon. You didn't yeah, do it. Yeah, I just got them on Amazon. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I know that there's this one brand. I forgot what it's called, but it's got the little globe in the corner of it. They're white and it's got like a neon green. And then they've mm-hmm. got a couple different options. But they only had two in that pack. And then they had like the four or five pack, which was like, I'm not spending $50 on it yet. I'm yeah, still no. going to ease my way into Amazon the packing tubes. Uh, Marshall's also has a good set of okay. different ones. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm definitely going to do the compression packing cubes because yes. I wasn't sure if it was really going to make a difference or if I'd be playing myself by doing yes. problem solved. Okay, thanks. Get them. 
So what I do is I say, all right, my daughter's stuff is going to fit in this one cube. If it doesn't fit, she doesn't need it. That's it. Okay. Same thing with my son. Same thing with me. You know, and my husband's clothes is bigger, so mm-hmm. he kind of gets his own bag. Right. You worry about your own stuff. You worry about yeah. Uh, so that's the bag. Uh, toiletries, kind of same thing. I buy things once I'm there, okay. unless I'm going to, like, the beach or something where my daughter needs, like, a ton of curl cream mm-hmm. or, like, detangler or okay. baby wipes and stuff. And you guys do a check bag or you do carry-on? No, we've, we don't really do carry-ons now. Okay. We do the check bag. It's just not it's possible. It's easier the to with the... Okay. Yeah. When you go to the airport with kids, like, the less you carry, the better. Got it. Just, so you want to check right. your bag. I have a backpack. He has a backpack. That's it. Okay. We've gotten better. Before it was like, then we got the snack bag. Then we got this. Then we got that. Um, so, yes. That is the check bag situation. That is our carry-on situation. Um... My daughter, now that she's two, she carries her own little rolly bag. So in there, you know, we have certain snacks. Um, I have what I call like transition snacks. Mm -hmm. So when you first get on a flight, you don't want to give them an iPad because then you got to set it down. You got to set it down. They're all like, you know, whatever. Yeah. So um, when it's time to put the electronics away, I'm like, oh, here's a fruit snack. And she's like, oh, forget this iPad. I get fruit snacks, you know. Uh, So we have a lot of that. my son is different. He likes to throw things. Okay. So we can't have things thrown on He's an plane. athlete. Okay. Correct. So I kind of made my own busy bag, which has like these lanyards where he can like throw a ball. He wants to kind of like fish it back. Oh, cool. I was like at the 99 cent store looking like, what can I put together for him? So I'll send you a picture of it. That is actually. So a- you can show it. And yeah. as a flyer. Thank you. I yes. appreciate that. Yes, yes. The wherewithal to know your fucking kid, know what it is that they're into. Yes. Don't just box them up. Like, all right, well, your brother's got this, play with your brother's toy while he's not playing for yes. it. That is appreciated. Yeah. So it's a little like clip on thing that we open up. And um, I also have like a little planetarium flashlight. Oh, cool. So like it's light, it doesn't make noise, but it keeps him, you know, busy. Mm-hmm. I got chalk because the markers are just not going to work for him. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I'm like part DIY traveler with the kids, part like whatever accessory I can get to make life easier. Like that's, that's just, I'm just going to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's so, getting okay. on the plane. We're on the flight. My question for you is what was like the worst travel experience you've had with the kids? I would say on the way, I wasn't even terrible. So there's, there were two. Um, when we there's the fir- the second trip we took with my daughter, she was eight months old, and we went to Hawaii. We flew from New York to San Francisco, spent a few days in San Francisco. That was a six hour flight, mm-hmm. and then six hours from San Francisco to Hawaii. Okay. Getting to Hawaii, she started to get sick, oh. and as we landed, she like threw up all over me, and I was like, "Oh my god, this sucks!" And she had a fever for like three days. Oh in my Hawaii. god, I'm pretty sure she had an ear infection, but we didn't. Um, we didn't take it to the doctor or anything like that. We let her ride it out. Mm-hmm. My grown ass had one, and that was the most miserable I'd ever been in so my life. So imagine how babies feel. Yes, and they have no clue what's going on on top of it. This is like, at eight months, this is the first time you felt this miserable, and you're yes. like, you're four days of being here. Oh, it's so yeah. sad. So that was not fun. But she wasn't whiny. She was just, like, really sad. And okay. And it's all it hurt. Um, and then I would say uh, in May, Barcelona, my son was 10 months. Mm-hmm. And... The flight there, I was really nervous because it was the overnight flight. And I was okay. like, oh, he's going to be. But 
7.30, he's ready for bed. So we got on the flight. I think it left at 10. He's, they slept the whole flight. Okay. Coming back was dead smack in the middle of the day. Mm. We had to go through two nap rounds. And he was just really busy. And so he he had a few, like, little outbursts, nothing too much, enough for me to be like, oh, my gosh, you know. Right. But um, that was really hard because he only wanted to be with me. Um, my husband tried to help, but he was just not having yeah. it. So at that point, I'm like, whatever, I'll take the burden. Um, so it took a lot longer to get him down for a nap. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we got the bulkhead seats. And you do those, but just, like, by requesting um, is that's the, the first seat that's the first seat the, yeah and the way you can get it is like if you request the um the bassinet i think the weight limit is like 20 pounds i knew he was well over 20 pounds mm-hmm. um but they at least give you the seats you know it's first come first serve but okay he had some space to move around because there's a right, lot so more like room. Right, so you can put him down and at least I could he can put him sit down. there and exactly i let him do toys up, and like everything right but that was that so was really hard smart. I was like sweating. I was like, "Oh my gosh, like this is going to be so bad." But um but yeah, we got through it and he did his two nap rounds and when it was mm-hmm. time to like get off the plane, he was like he was done. He was like, "Get me out of here." Now, do you book your flights based on their naps and based on like when you're I thinking do. they're going to Yeah, so I'm a schedule type mom. Mm-hmm. So I'm I do like the whole sleep training put my kids on a feeding schedule. Mm-hmm. I just like to know when they're going to eat, how much. And that really helps me for traveling, for okay. booking flights. It helps me understand, like, do I feed them before, during, or after? Do I need to carry extra? Though I'm also, I also breastfed them for 12 mm-hmm. months. So, like, do I have to pack extra milk just in case? Right. Um, do I have to pump on the plane? Mm-hmm. You know, do I have to just like what are they going to do on the plane and then once we get there are we going to stop and feed them or can they hold on a little bit longer um so that helps me Mm -hmm. um but and their naps are predictable so i know when they're going to be tired and i know um when is just the the best time for them to fly Mm -hmm. that actually makes sense i remember um hey alicia um she's not there but this is just alicia was the one that told me it sucks for me the way like we're more like kind of fly by the seat of our pants kind of girls but she was like nah you gotta live your life on a schedule because it just makes everything de- dealing with your kids is a lot easier on a schedule they know when they're gonna go to sleep mm-hmm. they just start to know when okay no she's not with the shits right now because yeah it's it's mm-hmm. eight yep. so she's to to expecting me to go to sleep mm-hmm. so those were the two worst flights now in terms of your accommodations like how do you book your accommodations differently now that you have the kids uh, we, if we book a hotel, <laughs> so whenever my husband and I travel, guaranteed mm-hmm. it's going to rain at least one day. Guaranteed. It's Every single thing. trip that we have taken in the past 15, 13 years, it has rained. So we're hotel bougie. Okay. And we always like upgrade a little bit, a little bit up. Or we get like a really nice hotel. So we um, now we always get two beds in the room. So either the kids sleep on one bed. Me and one kid sleeps on one. He mm-hmm. and one another kid sleeps on one. Or me and the two kids sleep yeah. on one. It's just like the two beds is a better situation right. for us. Um, so those are hotels. And now the majority of our travel is Airbnb. And Airbnb mm-hmm. now has family Airbnbs. Yes. Where they include a high chair, a crib, toys for the kids. So that's less stuff I have to pack. Because okay, I know nice. they're going to be toys at the Airbnb. Uh, washer, dryer. And does it tell you like what age appropriate? Like, age-appropriate toy like what age the toys that are there are going to be you know no what I mean? like, you kind of talk to them and okay. you're like oh i have a four-year-old and a, and a 
two-year-old. You know, oh, and they just have like whatever. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, we have that. Like, you know, Sweet. we're good. Okay, or don't cool. worry, they'll be, you know, mm-hmm. taken care of. Um, the last Airbnb we stayed in in Barcelona, it was so cute because they had a little kids' room. Oh, nice. It was like a little teeny tiny little bed, and it was like per- they loved it. It was perfect. So that really helps. I remember. I was just noticing um, Airbnb also has like a pay part. Oh, that's my mom. Hi, mama. I wish she was there. No. Oh. So um, they have this thing where you can like uh, pay now, like pay in full, pay some or something. Because mm-hmm. I was just booking the Airbnb for Tromso, and I think it the first one that I tried to book was now that I mentioned. I gotta look, make sure they sent me my money back. Huh. But it was something like um, maybe like a hundred and something dollars, and then I ended up only having to pay like 60 something, like half of it in the beginning. And then that made me feel better about it because this was one of the bookings that was contingent on the uh, host agreeing. Gotcha. So, cause initially I'm just like, nah, I just rather pay for it now, get it out the way, just mm-hmm. take the money so I know it's paid for it. I don't have to think about it again. But because they didn't agree to it and I had questions about it because there's also some kind of discrepancy in some bookings where she had said initially uh, there's like a 500 and something dollar um, deposit. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm looking at the breakdown of the price, it was no mention of a deposit. Yeah. So I wanted the Airbnb, but at the same time, I'm like, no, I'm not okay with you having a $500 deposit yeah. that we're not doing. No, Airbnb is really good. So they don't actually hold the deposits. Mm-hmm. You know, like hotels will hold a deposit. Um, Airbnb will only charge you the deposit two days after if the host reports something. Okay. So you are basically authorized them to charge you 48 hours after if anything is wrong. Okay. At least that's how it was. You, you said you do Airbnb also? Yeah, I was a host. I was Airbnb Boom! Host. This ended up yeah. being like a double whammy <laughs> episode. So I can pick your brain a little quick yeah. about like that. What? Okay. So back to the accommodations. Okay. Um. When you... Now, have you ever gone... With just you and the kids? Or yes. you want Okay, yep. so what was like, so the difference I've in that? So I've been to Chicago with my daughter. Short mm-hmm. flight, two hours. That one had me a little bit nervous because our flight actually got pushed back and even it went from LaGuardia to JFK. So I was like, ooh, this is going to be a tough one. But she did great. Um, and then just now in October, November, I did Guatemala with my son. Oh, wow. Yeah. So my uncle... Um, he helped me part of the way, mm-hmm. but on the way back, I had the flight by myself with him. He did fine again, just because it was like a the bedtime okay. flight. It was How long is flight. that flight? Um, four and a half hours. Oh, that's not bad. No, not bad. It's not four too terrible. It's like a solid movie and some kind of entertainment time and mm-hmm. then a nap. Yeah, some food and uh, yeah, he goes to sleep. Not terrible. I don't even like babysitting kids. So I, I would lose <laughs> my fucking shit. Jesus Christ! I don't know what I don't know what kids do. Like, and this you is just the know. weirdest you just thing. Know. You just know is that do. I was like babysit supreme. Like I babysat Imani and Jabari all the time. It was no questions. <laughs> we always had fun. It was like you always figure. I got this. You figure babysitting it out. kids. This is great. But now I'm just like I don't even know what to buy. Like my god, kids. What do they want? What do they do? What she's how old? Six. What are the six-year-olds? I don't know what they're into. It, it just tell me things. Yeah. And she's like, Let me she know like this. Okay, uh, whatever. And then I then I get caught up in the oh, but it's a chemistry kit. Oh, for nine and I up, know, she'll know. grow into it. She's right, smart. Right, 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 get right, it anyway. Right. <laughs> then it's just like now I'm I'll like, do it with her. <laughs> I'm the disrespectful friend that's buying stuff that's too age appropriate. It's not age appropriate for your kid, and you got to tell the kid that they can't play with it because it's like you know it's gonna yeah. explode or something. Yeah. So I like to do everything when I'm on vacation. 
I do all the things. I want to okay. go here. I want to do that. I want to okay. experience this. Fun, fun, fun in the sun. But kids, and you've got young kids. Yes. How do you balance the whole, I want to have fun. Yes. My husband wants to have fun. We want to have adult time, but we've got kids. Yeah. So, okay. So two things. One, um, the vacation that, it's, it's all age appropriate. Mm-hmm. That's right. So the vacation that you're going to have with a one and a half year old is not the vacation you're going to have with your best friend. That's right. just not going to happen. So set your expectations early. Uh, we also kind of decide what type of trip is this going to be. Is this going to be an adventure trip? Mm-hmm. Is this going to be a chill trip? Is this going to be like, I'm not going to do anything but sit here in this on this beach and go back to my room trip? Okay. Um, and then with the kids, you modify it. So we, we did Barcelona. Spain mm-hmm. is always a place that we've wanted to go. Um, obviously, we're not going to be at the club with the kids. You know, We're not going right. to go to Ibiza with the kids. So that sucked. But we still had an amazing time in Barcelona. And what was a little bit different is that we gave them the chance to be kids too. And this is where my husband helps me because I'm like, I'm like, let's go, go, go. Right. Let's do, do, do. We're here. And he's just like, chill. Let's just stop at a park. Let him play. Okay, that's cool. And I'm just like, well, how long is this park thing? Right. <laughs> I want to go to that museum, you know. Right, right. And he's like, let them burn out their energy at the park. So, so when we get to the museum, they'll be knocked out. The... Or you give them a movie to watch, and they'll be nice and quiet. And you can actually enjoy. And we can actually Smart. enjoy. I'm like, okay, Nicely okay, I can get with this. I can get with okay. this. Um, so, yes. Strategy. So that helps. You have to let the kids be kids. Mm-hmm. Um our kids are still young, so they really can't appreciate certain things. So Absolutely. I'm really excited for them to get to eight years old where right. we can do something that's like go to the museum, do remember. like the kid thing at the museum. You right. know, they'll remember. Um, mm-hmm. Or we can do that bike ride or we can do that hike mm-hmm. or whatever. So yeah. um, we've also always said that early when the kids are young, we'll explore more like U.S. cities okay. because there's still a lot to do here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. You don't and have to worry about the long flights. You don't have to worry about being too far yeah, from like right, exactly. doctors or something Or like we're wrong. like missing out and then we'll do like the hardcore adventure stuff when they're older and mm-hmm. we can all enjoy it. Um, secondly, so we did Jordan. The kids did not come with us to Jordan. Okay. So we have family that were able to help us out. The kid, uh, at that point, it was only my daughter. I wasn't, I didn't, wasn't pregnant with my son yet. We left her behind because we were mm-hmm. going to be spending a night at the desert. We were going to be doing long hikes. We were. It was. Oh, we went to a wedding, so mm-hmm. it was going to be a party. And right. Um, so yeah. So you just have to know where to take them and what you're comfortable with, like just missing out. So have you guys ever done like a cruise? Do you do? Um... No, I've done a cruise once, but I hear that cruises are great for kids because they come out of That's New York and ask, just yeah. like go. Forever. And then also because like I don't like the idea of a cruise because I feel very mm-hmm. uh confined. Me too. Like me I feel too. very restricted. Just, You're telling me when I have to come back. You're telling me that when this dinner is, is I don't like it. Yeah. I want to do what the fuck I want. And it's expensive when you get off the ship. Because like, you're stuck at is, their ports. You're stuck yes. in the areas that they like, want you to like be it. in. So I'm just, it's something about it just kind of, Yeah. I would do it just to say I've done it. And just because I feel like if you've never done it, you can't fairly say whether or not you like or dislike something. It's like when someone tries to tell me that they don't like a certain kind of food or they don't like X. Mm-hmm. Well, have you done or seen or spoken to X? Right, so, right, right. I did a cruise once. I was... I haven't gone on a cruise since. Okay. So maybe I, I didn't go on the right cruise. Maybe it would be better if I can get like a group of friends and their kids and mm-hmm. we're all like cruising together. Yeah, and okay. Like chill. With the whole kid thing. Because not right the now. thing about the cruises that I keep hearing is you could you at least have childcare at a certain age. Okay. You can leave them at like uh, the daycare. Because I was going to ask, like, I'm assuming it's frowned upon to have a 
stranger in a foreign country yeah, like I watching your do kid it. like and i'm I just, just like do i don't know if i don't know if i would do it because it's like you wouldn't do that at home like you bring them to right. like your parents house or your sister's house right, or right, right. your family member or someone that you actually know and can hold accountable for something yeah. but then people actually use the babysitting apps here in the states and it seems like you know yeah, some people are okay with so i don't know if that's it like it depends on the thing. age of your child you know if they're like eight they're not verbal like you know they're what I mean? right, so right, it's right. like they, okay. Um, I would, I would probably feel more comfortable with a babysitting service on a cruise because I know they can't go far. Yes. Okay. Right. As opposed to like in a on an island in a different country at a resort where they mm-hmm. can they could be taken. Out right. Absolutely. The, like I just I don't feel comfortable. But oh yeah, that went downhill quick. So yeah. what was I want to say? Kids, no kids. Overall, maybe your top three destinations you've been to. Jordan for sure. Okay. Amazing. The food is amazing. The people are really nice. It's just a beautiful country. Um, when we went to Petra, the Rose City, um, it just it looks like it was just built yesterday. It's absolutely phenomenal. Ooh. It's phenomenal. And let's see. Okay, next one. Uh, the Outback, Australia. We did camping in the Outback, and I felt like a dinosaur was gonna pop out any second. You know, you get up at five o'clock in the morning. You go on a hike and you're done by noon, um, and you're just out there in the desert. It's crazy. That was dope. Um, I will also say, whew, probably let me see one with kids. Are you checking something? What do you think? Oh, you can go ahead. Oh, okay. I'm trying to see if I can tell oh, that's you fine. here. I don't know how to do that. It says tagged. Well, that's Shati because he put his big face in there. <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, so best trip with kids. Uh, for the past two years, we've gone to Madeira Beach. And that trip was awesome with kids. Where's that? In Florida, near oh, Tampa. okay. Um, so it's something that we can do that's close by. Oh, no. You know what was nice for kids? St. Thomas, too. Ooh. The point is that it was like a beach vacation. So we were just able to fly out there walk to the beach and then walk to like the shops and the restaurants and just hang out and i was like really peaceful and really nice it was like a light packing job okay because um, you don't have to go nice. far the four yeah, hours yeah, cbs yeah, nice. you can buy all the things so where has been have you ever had like any real scary experiences with the kids where you thought somebody might have gotten hurt or no besides my daughter being sick so far thankfully not okay yeah but you kind of always try to plan for those so i always mm-hmm. take pictures of our medical mm-hmm. i like our um passports ins- and insurance passport cards, insurance and cards. And i make sure people like know where we are um just you know are there any immunization shots they need to get before we go wherever but no so far we haven't thankfully and you haven't what about um like visas do you need visas for kids when you travel yes. That's yep. same thing right mm-hmm. yeah that's the one thing that i know i'm not the um I don't want to say it's not rocket science, but that's the one part I always, always Forget. hate looking mm-hmm. into in terms of like that's I'm really happy that Europe, you, you just basically yeah. show up. But the only place I had to get a visa was Qatar because I had a layover there before I did Thailand. And Thailand that visa was like it came. I don't want to say last minute, but I was when I was trying to book the hotel because they were comping the visa because I was doing that uh, tour. Like certain airlines, if you have like um, six or eight hour layover, 
you oh, fly into okay, like the okay. airline's home city and they'll gotcha. give you a free tour. So I flew Qatar Airways. So since I flew mm, into Doha, nice. it was like that airport is like one of those, um, I don't know if it's five star or six stars, like just a handful of airports have you in the world mm-hmm. have that rating. It's like... You're like, I want to spend all day here. Do you have a hotel here? Like, <laughs> th- no, there's a hotel in the airport. There's a hotel in the airport. They've got like a Cartier. They've got like... Yeah. I'm pr- sure there's probably a fucking car dealership in the airport. Like it's just high end all the way. Like everything about it is opulence. And I was just, I am passing through. Mm-hmm. I just want to get nice. to this little, uh, what do you call it, the the tour. And so they give you um, a tour of the area. Sadly, I got there at night. So the tour, it was nice to see the city kind of lit up. But at the same time, it's like you don't really know what you're looking at. So yeah. it was okay in the sense that it was free. And I didn't have to pay for my visa because I was taking the tour. And then they offered the option of getting really inexpensive hotels. Like you could have done like a five-star or four-star hotel for like $50, $70 a night oh, as opposed nice. to way more. Laundry, yeah. um, but because they were telling me to get the visa approved first and then book the hotel, mm-hmm. I ended up getting the visa like a week before I left. So I didn't book the uh, hotel okay, in enough okay, time. Okay, so it was okay, just like okay. I ended up doing like a three-star or like a four-star like, when I was really trying to push for like that five-star. Five star. But it was still like a really, it was a cute hotel. It was it was nice. Um, it wasn't like a bad experience or yeah. anything crazy like that. So in terms of Airbnb hosting, what mm-hmm. has that been like for you? Okay, I'm gonna be honest and say that it was really my husband's idea. Mm-hmm. And I was just not about that life because he pushed us to do the spare bedroom in our house. I was like, what? So. I was like, you know what? I will give it an honest try for three months. And okay. If I don't like it. So you started out. Are you type A person? Are you ever type I'm A I'm very type A personality. Okay. He's very late. Because you already had a time no. frame on there. He was like, I was okay, like, you I'm got gonna three. do it for a solid three months. And if I don't like it, we're cutting it. And if I do like it, cool. Um, I honestly think it's one of the best things that we did. Really? It was awesome. We still keep in touch with a lot of families that have really? stayed. Oh, you did families? Well, like hosts, like people okay. that we've hosted, but um, the families tend to stay more in contact with us. So it, I thought it was going to be awkward with just like, hey, random person, come stay with me. But Airbnb gives you a lot of flexibility. Like you can accept someone who has no reviews or you can not even see those people and only get reservations for people who have mm-hmm. Now, were you guys a like a super host or how do you become we like became a super, super host? If you okay. host a number... A certain number of people okay. in a given time and you get like a five star, okay. four and a half star rating. Because with Superhost, I know you don't have to, um, or is it, can you be a Superhost or can you not be a Superhost and still allow someone to book without you approving them? I believe now you can. Okay. Yeah. I believe it's, it's changed now since we've we've done it for a while. We stopped because we had the baby and mm-hmm. nobody wants to stay with a newborn. Like, okay. And You'd I didn't surprised. want I'm like, but, but the I didn't want to do want to stay. Don't I didn't want to be in the living room like, hey, look at my boob. Hey, Got welcome it. to this Airbnb. You know, yeah. it was more like my comfort and he okay. wasn't sleeping through the night yet. So I just didn't feel comfortable with anyone mm-hmm. like being woken up by him. But um, so anyway, um, and it was it's amazing, but it really was not awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, because you vet the people out um, and people are, are really just there to drop their bags and go explore the city and come back late. Okay. So somebody might get up or leave your house at nine o'clock in the morning. They're not back to 11 o'clock at night. 
The only people who come back early are people who have kids. And honestly, the kids that have stayed at our place are so well behaved, probably because they travel a lot. Mm -hmm. And like they're chill. You know, and then we sit around, we talk with the families and we're like, well, what do you do in Germany? And, and you know, how's Amsterdam? And, mm -hmm. you know, there's this family um, who's from Paris and they like they still send the kids gifts. Oh, that's so nice. They're so sweet. And they're like, you have to come. They live in the south of France. I'm like, oh, we're going to be there. Oh, right. trust oh, me, absolutely. we're going to go. Say no more. They're like we have horses on our farm. I'm like, get yes, the fuck out of yes, here. Y'all like hit the and jackpot. They, and they bring us gifts. You know, they're like, oh, hi, thank you for welcoming us to your home. I'm like, you know, you already paid us to stay here. But wow. they bring us like these little trinkets, you know, like that's nothing so nice. expensive. But it's really, really, really nice. And everybody has been like just amazing They'd and see that's the same thing like i just don't know if i could have like the whole stranger in my house thing like yeah i didn't think i didn't think i could you know but we still like lock our stuff up right you know anything that anything valuable or like personal information like we definitely right. didn't leave that out but we have hosted probably about 30 guests wow. so far um i'll tell you what though it paid for childcare. wow easily Easily and that's and like extra money. One of the most expensive. Right, we live in New that's York. More, that's fam. more than a thousand dollars a month. We yeah. live in New York. Holy shit! It subsidized the complete childcare plus some. Wow, so it was good. And you have two kids, mm -hmm. so it was good. Big deal. This Big. Was good. Now, who was like? Have you ever had any bad? No. Like guess. Mm -mm. What about the politics of Airbnb itself? Like, do you? So that's kind of where we stopped because now Airbnb. Um, requires for New York residents to give a lot more of their personal information and who's staying there. And um, I think now you are only allowed to do short-term stays, like 30 days or more. If you, okay. But if you live on the property, which do. we did, you can do however long you want. The problem was that you also you had do. a lot of greasing landlords who right, were Airbnb residents just... instead of giving it to the people in New York who needed right. the homes. right. Which, you which know, you makes have sense, I, which is that I feel yeah. like I have no problem with that. Yeah. Because I have a cousin. My uncle did Airbnb in Harlem and a cousin of mine does it in Brooklyn. So um, to me, it makes perfect sense. You own the property. If you've got the extra space and that makes sense to you, then I mean, go yeah. for it. Yeah. But I like the idea of people. I even prefer to um, stay with people that either live on the, well actually that I'm kind of lying. I've had really great experiences with people that lived on the property. Like yes. I became friends with um, the host in LA. Then I had um, the host in Casablanca, which was incredible. She walked around the city with me for like nine hours. That's what hours. I'm saying, because I get to see, Nine you know, hours, she gave me a tour like a of the city. like a personal tour, you know, just like, oh, like we give suggestions to people who come and we're like, mm -hmm. well, this is something you would not would not normally do. Right. And, you know, here's how you do it. Or we had one of the, I guess, unique requests we had. We had a family from France ask us, where they could go to like a Baptist church because they wanted to hear like a choir, you know, because you, you see that? Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I don't go to church, but if you go anywhere in Harlem, they'll yeah. hook you up. Right. <laughs> I was like, they'll sure welcome you. They'll like, there. you know, yeah. and they're like, okay. And they had an awesome time and they God actually became them. friends with like the people from the church or whatever. And I was like, okay, all right. So I just to get to see like different them. parts of like the city and the neighborhood that you normally wouldn't. 
And see, you guys were open to being good hosts, though, because I don't even think I'd want to be a good host. I didn't. I didn't think so. I just really did not think I was going to be a part of it. I felt like people were just going to be an inconvenience. I'm like, I got to clean my house every day. Right. Oh, I'm going to make sure these dishes are washed. Like, But it was good because it kept, I was like, I'm getting paid for this. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. That's a good way to look at it. You're basically you know? getting paid to do shit you're going to have to do anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's see, work. it's me and the dog. I don't have to. I've had like a pair of shoes sitting in the middle yeah. of the living room. I've got like dishes in my sink yeah. and it's just like, who's going to, who's going to check me? The dog? Right. She don't do shit. I'm like, nobody's checking in. I'm like, is somebody checking in it's today? It got, we got fully booked. We opened up in April. We were fully, fully booked for the summer. It got so bad that we had to block weeks off so we mm. could like chill take for a, a second. Take a minute. Take yeah. A mm -hmm. That's the other thing that, um, the house that I was going to initially say in Tromso, she ended up not getting back to me because she was away on vacation or some shit for the holidays. And then she was like, I'm so sorry. I'm actually going to have family come up. Mm -hmm. My friend in LA, he's like, whenever you're going to come back, let me know. I'll just book the weekend and we can all hang out here kind of thing. So I'm just like, oh, duh. Yeah, you guys have, it's your house. You've got yeah, control of it. So it's kind of, oh, okay. you have that flexibility of saying, Yeah, you no, can do however many days. You want. can say only on Wednesdays. You know, oh, wow. you can say, um, I need one day in between bookings to mm -hmm. like clean up or we can do it back to back. Mm -hmm. You have total flexibility um, of how you want to host, how many times, what you want to charge people. Yeah, you can say this room holds two, but any every other person above two, I'm gonna charge an extra $50. Mm -hmm. That's extra laundry, that's extra toilet paper. That's just, you know. Is there any type of community between Airbnb hosts or? Yeah, there are. There are a lot of meetups. Um, you have like forums, you can have people who you can reach out to and say, you know, oh, you've been hosting for a while. I got, you know, I keep getting this rating. What do you think I can do better? Or like whatever. Mm -hmm. but yeah. And what kind of things do you guys like judge people on when someone is looking to book their Airbnb? Um, yeah. So I would, oh, when they're looking to book, mm -hmm. um, who's in their party. So like if my husband has to do overtime at work, like he's not going to be comfortable with me hosting for men by myself with the okay. kids. Right. Um, is it, are they younger people looking to like party because we have kids? So are they going to come in drunk mm -hmm. is something that we're not going to, you know, try to do. And you kind of read the other reviews. So they're like, oh, mm -hmm. they were nice and quiet. They left my place tidy. And if you have 15 of these reviews, chances are the it's person's going to be respectful thing, right. of your home. Okay. And I think just like with Airbnb beers in general, you just have that respect for the home. Like. Mm -hmm. You know, this isn't Vegas. This isn't, they're not coming to Mardi Gras where you know people are coming well, to you're crazy. you're expecting that someone's yeah. going to probably yeah. carry on that way, yeah. if you will. That's the one place that I can't see booking like an Airbnb is fucking Louisiana because yeah. that shit was, oh my gosh. I went to Mardi Gras like five years in a row, four or five years in a row. Every year I stayed with my homegirl and she lives out there. That's the only reason why I could go because for one- It's expensive. Yeah. The flights are crazy. They bring the flights up because it's Mardi Gras time. So I knew I had to book no less, no less than like two months in advance, a month still, in advance when I was really pushing it. Like in terms of, I don't know if I get Cali. it. It's you so could spend expensive. like $500 on a ticket. But for me, it was just like, okay, I got the 500, I pay this. I don't have to book a hotel because right. then that's another I've seen hotels because one of my girlfriends wanted to go out for like Essence Fest. She's like, we would have so much fun. I'm like, yes, yes, we totally would. You see them. You see those prices? Yeah, They're like, 500 mm -hmm. a night. You got 500 a night money? I don't have 500 a night money. So we the flight getting there. OK, reasonable. Like, looking at. See? OK, we can yeah. do that. But at this point, my friend that lives out there, she's got way too many kids. I can't stay there. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> she like, got married. He had kids. She had kids. And it's just like, yeah, too much. 
what's this? Oh, one? so the logbook. Um, so real quick, I just want I I wanted to make sure I mentioned this. So when you uh, first fly with a kid, you can ask the airline for like your first flight certificate. A lot of them oh, have that's it. That's so cute. Really cute. I think I remember get we used to fly Delta a lot mm -hmm. when we were kids, and they give you the little bag, and it's got yeah. the little wings in there. Yeah, they'll give you wings if they don't have the certificate. They'll give you wings. But American Airlines, which I think is better than a first flight certificate, they have a junior log book, a flight book. Mm -hmm. So I didn't bring it with me because we just moved, so it's in a box somewhere. Right. Um, but to me, it's like one of my most prized possessions for the kids. So it's a book, and for every flight, you have the flight attendant sign it. Oh, that's and so cute. And they usually take it to the captain to sign. <gasps> so it's like you're flying from this airport to this airport, X amount of nautical miles, They'll write you a little message. Oh, that is so And they'll sweet. all sign it. Um, That's cute. So we we're, we just finished our second book. This oh, is how, wow. This is how I know how many flights my kids have been on. Because right. every time we like, And we this get is signed. just with the one? Um, American Airlines is the only one that hands these out that mm -hmm. we know of. Um, so, yeah. So, to me, like, I would love to give that to my kids and be like, here are all the places that you've been. You know? Oh, that's so incredible. At a minimum. Um, if not, you can create your own. Okay, but yeah. it's like an but official one book of those where when I give it to them, they're like, the oh, attendants already know what it is. They're expecting when they yeah. see it, this is what we're going to do. It's not like you just show up at like, you know, Frontier Airlines or Norwegian and they're like, hi, thank you for coming, for flying. Mm -hmm. What is I'm this? Like, I don't know. Oh, okay, there we'll we are. Cause, and then some airlines are like, JetBlue, they're like, I wish we had something like this. This oh, is so cute. cute. You know? Oh, but so they've been a, a, like accommodating on other airlines? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all they do is just like signing a little memory book. They're like, what is this? I'm like, oh, it's a flight book where we record all their flights. And, you mm -hmm. know, if you can give it to the captain, like, oh, this is cute. Or they'll come back okay. with like wings or like whatever for the That's kids. nice. So why, how free. did you, with America, do you always fly American or do you more um, so fly with them or no yeah so our two airlines are American and Delta mm -hmm. um, so this segues into our like how I can I afford all this mm -hmm. travel so when you travel with a kid if you're flying domestically their flight is free until they turn two okay and then you start paying for it um, my son's about to turn two so I'm trying to get him in as many flights as possible in June um, but then uh, if you fly internationally with a child, mm -hmm. you have to pay their taxes and fees. Okay. At every at age. At any age. Mm -hmm. um, so... And that's with every airline or just... Yeah, with okay. every airline. Okay. So every I always guess ask, like, how can you even afford to travel with all these kids? I will be upfront and say that we do have, you know, well-paying jobs. We're not rich, but, mm -hmm. you know, we're not, like, exactly broke either. But um, with that said, we do make travel a priority for us. So mm -hmm. we have a specific travel savings account, and we make sure that we fill that account, and that's like what we travel on. Then I'm on my points and miles hustle. Hi, Emily. You're going to be so proud of me. <laughs> so my friend Emily, she just, she just got her 40th uh, passport stamp for her 40th birthday. All like right. She's, that she's is bomb. so great. Um, so she put me on. Congratulations, Emily. Yeah, so she put me on on like earning miles and points. Okay. So try to follow me here. Notes, doing notes, go So I have the American Express Platinum, which is an awesome travel card because this is another convenience for travel with kids. It gives you airport lounge access. Hmm. Yeah, because I was talking shit about it first, like I don't have platinum money, but no, then you were selling totally me Totally worth it. So the Priority Pass airport lounge card itself costs about $200. So okay. yeah, the fee is really high, but you really do get a lot of bang for your buck. So whenever, and then now American is building a lot of the Centurion lounges, mm. and you have access to all the Delta lounges. 
and a, a bunch of different lounges um, overseas. So when you go to the lounge, the drinks are included, the food, you get some sort of food. It's just easier with the kids to like right, okay. go there instead of waiting at yeah. you know the airport uh, weight lounge. Okay, so I have the credit card where you earn points. And if you if you're good with credit cards, you kind of pay a lot yeah. of stuff with the credit card. And then with the American is Platinum, though, it's like, it's no joke. You have to pay it in full every month. There is no payments. Okay. So if you spend $50,000 on it, you got to pay $50,000. I'm not in, responsible in enough for that. Continue, though. <laughs> so that's number one. So you're earning points. Also, if you book directly with the airline, they give you five times the points. Okay. So if your flight costs $200, instead of earning 200 points, you get 1,000 okay. points. Those points you can redeem not only for travel, but for car rentals, for shopping. I was going to ask you that whatever what, next. Is it like just, my, like you didn't say miles, you were saying points. So points. got it. Right. Okay. Here's where it gets complicated. Airline miles. So pick an airline. My two, Delta is becoming a, a better favorite than American now, but American and Delta. Mm-hmm. You sign up for the frequent flyer and you earn miles when you fly with them but you also earn miles when you shop through them okay okay what i mean so american has the american advantage shopping network say i have to do a target haul or perfect example for my baby shower i'm gonna do a lot of spending so i ask for cash I log into the American Airlines shopping network. Mm. I click the Target link, the Best Buy link, the Bye Bye Baby link, the Macy's link, the whatever link. Mm -hmm. I shop, and then it'll tell you, like, say I'm shopping for a specific stroller or I'm shopping for boots. It'll say, if you buy the stroller at this store, you get five miles for every dollar you spend. If you shop here, you get one mile for every dollar you spend. So then that way, I'm buying the same stroller for the price I would have paid anyway if I went to Target. Right. But now I'm earning American Airline or Delta miles. Mind blown. Right. And this is with the American Airlines. You can also get the Delta or miles. Or Delta. Mm-hmm. And um, Delta has its own frequent flyer shopping, shopping network. network. It's thing. the same thing. It's just affiliate okay. links. But then I shop and I pay with my American Express. Oh, you just doubled it up. I just doubled it up. Boom. Right. Game changer. So, um, so, yeah, so I do that all the time. I'm like, if I have a Target haul and I have to get, like, detergent, toilet paper, mm-hmm. the basic stuff that I don't have to sit this at the store. you're going to have to buy every day I'm going to have to anyway. buy anyway. I click the link through American Airlines Shopping Network. I spend my $300 on basic home stuff. I do in-store pickup. So I just drive up, grab my bag. I don't have to spend anything extra. And that's right. it. I earn my miles. I got my points. And then, then... To book flights, I'm like earning all these points and miles. So I'm okay, I'm not gonna I don't spend enough to get like four free flights, but I at least get a free flight mm-hmm. for one of the kids mm-hmm. or for my husband if he's like on going on a boys trip or whatever. Or I pay for partial of the flight. And then when we went to LA, I got a whole car rental for a week using my American Airline miles. So you okay. can get car rentals with the miles too. So that's how it all kind of like accumulates and it helps. I didn't with the even cost. know about the affiliate links and I'm certain yes. and that's whether you have a platinum, a gold. No, a- the the affiliate links are you don't have to pay with a credit card. You can pay with your debit card. The the miles are your earning airline miles by shopping through the American So I can do that now. You can do that now. 
And then when you go book your flight, um, I believe Delta right now is the only one, but you can pay partial with miles. Because some airlines just like you, you have, have to, to pay have the, the whole total thing. amount in miles. Yeah, right. And yeah. which is why I mostly use it for um, rentals, r- and car rentals, stuff. or like hotels. Mm-hmm. That, and then I also would say, occasionally check your miles and what you have, mm-hmm. because I ended up going to Seattle for free because I just on a whim was like, because I did a one way. I also believe, whole. I strongly believe in one way flights. I ended up doing, and that's another way that I get to see a lot of different places on like the one trip. Mm -hmm. So I was doing, I did Seattle and then I did um, Alberta from Seattle. So, cause I had what, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then part of Tuesday to kill before I ended up flying into Alberta. So there's no way I was gonna waste vacation time. So I said, well, where, the, where can I go <laughs> that is going to be close to Alberta so I don't have to pay the same amount? Because like if when I was looking at the flights to Alberta, there were no more like direct flights in my budget. It was all with connecting flights. And so I'm like, all right, well, why don't I just go to where this connecting flight is and stay there for a few days? Mm-hmm. So I said, well, Let's Where can go. I go with what I have in, say, JetBlue? And I had enough miles with JetBlue by chance, because I don't even remember. I don't know how the <laughs> fuck I got these miles. But I had enough miles with JetBlue to get to Seattle. So oh. I ended up just going. I was, just okay, go fuck it. So I'll fly there from Seattle. Seattle's and dope. that ended up just working out so lovely, because what I do? Pay $20 in taxes? Fees? Right. That's it. So showed up. And this is just free. It's like free money. You don't have to pay right. to sign up for a frequent flyer you don't. account. All you need to do is hold on to your numbers. Yeah. And I, I really, I just, I do enjoy flying Delta and American. I and enjoy it also, it, Delta. it includes like their international like partners, you know. Right. Those you little, can, the smaller like kind of. Mm-hmm. Person- Wait, actually, I might have been lying. The best flight experience I ever had was Qatar Airways. I mean, it had like, to be Qatar. No, yeah. Come on. It I, Qatar. it was. Qatar is dope. I mean, they give you like a little gift bag when you get on mm-hmm. the plane, bro. Like you get the little mask, you yeah. get the socks, you get a toothbrush and toothpaste. Yeah, Qatar also has like was... in-flight nannies. Like if you need help with the baby, with the kids, really? like they'll, you know, if you need to use the bathroom or like whatever, like they'll help you out. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, just international swag. Just the yeah. world cares about you know people. What? Yeah, the international airports are. So for kids. So and I was so mad because our flight got delayed. So I was really excited about. So when we flew to Barcelona, we connected in Madrid. Okay. Um, I was really excited because we had like a three or four hour layover. Mm-hmm. My plan. Here's my plan. My plan was we were going to fly from Barcelona. This was the hardest flight. We were going to fly from Barcelona to Madrid. That was like an hour and a half flight. We were going to chill for a bit. Now, the Madrid airport has playgrounds inside for the kids. Oh, that's so nice. So, like, slides. It also has, like, a toddler nap room for moms who have to, like, change the baby or, mm-hmm. you know, nurse the baby. You can put them down um, in more space. As yeah, it's like an actual, like, little bed bathroom. that they have. Oh, yeah, it's so like nice. a little, like, playroom nursery that they have. Um, and then they have, like, the bigger slides and stuff for the kids. And they have, mm-hmm. like, little play areas in different places even like guatemala had this like fun plane that my son can go down oh, that's through cute. the slide dope so our plan was fly a little bit get them worn out feed them get them on the flight they'll be knocked, knocked out. out but our flight got delayed by two hours oh shit we it was a 30 minute walk from one end of the airport to the other and they were like holding the flights for like everybody who was transferring we're like go 
go, go. So that's when everything went to shit. But um, yeah. Yeah, so always like research the international flights and see like where those play areas are. Mm-hmm. Um, they also had stroller rentals. Not, it was the free stroller rentals, but you just, just like grab the from strollers one spot from to one the spot other to spot. The other. Because mm-hmm. I used to, oh, I used to before I knew any better. I used to low key judge uh, parents that had like five year olds, four year olds in a stroller. Mm-mm. But now I get it. It's like, mm-hmm. bro, they fucking gotta go. stop <laughs> and look at everything. Yes, yes, they, they move do. like their legs are a snap big and they, they take do. forever. You don't want to carry a 45 year old kid right. for 10 like, blocks. Sit down. We're going to roll your big ass. Yeah, I gotta we got to go. Let's exactly. Go. Yeah, I get yeah. it now. I, I yeah. know a few things more about life yeah. than I did when I judged. Yeah. But my next question for you is, do you document all of your travel? places like where do you keep track of all this when we moved to australia when we lived in australia my husband and i started um longology.com so our last name is long longology the study of life is a long right we thought we were cute oh it's Um, so horrible but at that time i was also exploring my photography and i did a 365 project where you take a picture a day for a whole year and we were away from our family so we started the blog so every day they could go in and see like what the picture or like what we did for that day what mm-hmm. was going on so that has basically transformed into our travel blog so instead of mm-hmm. doing a picture a day now we document our trips what we did um flight tips and tricks um especially traveling with kids um how to buy a flight and just like the different places that we go or like restaurants or just like maybe an exp- like the Bronx Zoo, you know, okay. just like a different experience or things that mm-hmm. we do as a family or, you know, as individuals. So longology.com. Check it out. Follow us on Instagram. Yes. Longology. And um, yeah, read about the- L-O-N-G-ology. O-L-O-G-Y. Okay. Dot com. So Long-ology. don't screw that up, guys. Yeah. And so I met you. Oh, shit. How? When? It's probably 2012, six years ago now. And I'm trying to remember how we met. Social media had to be. Okay, because I remember, bruh, I was fanning over the nail polish. This is back when I used to do my manicures at my desk. Yes, the at desk, work. the office manicures. Because I actually don't have my nails done today. Bro, neither do I. I just cut them yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I used to look. So you do you still make the nail polish? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. I haven't had any a new collection like on purpose. I've slowed down, but yes. Diosa nails guy. I stand nail polish. for her nail polish. I would paint my nails at my desk at work when my coworkers <laughs> went to lunch and they would come back. Now mind you, some of them were cool, so it could it was only two of them. So maybe they just didn't say anything. <laughs> I don't think they said anything. But <laughs> it was like no, I'm you. There's no, there was no smell of like you know you walk into the nail salon and it yeah, smells yeah, like yeah, nail yeah. salon. It smells like acetone. It smells like polish and all that shit. Nothing. So it I just wasn't paint strong, them. Yeah. At the, and it was just like I never got in trouble. And I'd be sitting there taking pictures of my, like nails, my nails. And this is my mani for this <laughs> week. And it lasts and a had, long time. It sure does. And my, I, mm, this is the that's the only reason. Thank you. Why I have to do. I don't want to say have to, but this is the only reason why I actually get gel now is because when I go to the salon, if I don't bring, because I always, I'm a last minute kind of person. I am far from type A. I am just free ball in life. I just, I love it. Right, I love it. kind of works we with We need a um, lot of you doing, in our, we need to know how to chill. I also should plan certain things. Some things just work better. Like certain things I do schedule in advance. Like I'm not just going to walk into um, 
European wax ends are like, hey, girl, so you're free now? Right, what are you right, doing? Right, Nothing? Right. Okay. Those kind of things you schedule in advance. But when I get my eyebrows on, it's like, when do I feel like walking to the brow place? When do I feel like sitting? And as much as I enjoy the pampering of getting my nails done and stuff, I have to mentally prep myself to go sit and have somebody do my nails for me. So, thanks, guys. So, I have to yeah, me too. prep when I want to sit when I want to sit and have somebody doing else. So yeah. those kind of things, like, I'll just last minute show up and get done. So that's the only reason why I'll get gel is so that they don't fall apart three days later. Because I've had polish where the next day it's a wrap. I know. And I've already so spent annoying. the coins on it. And I've already mentally prepped for yesterday to sit and do my nails. I'm not going back right. to do this I again. I hate sitting and getting my nails done. My pedicure, I don't mind. But my nails, I'm like... Yeah, it's, it's wildly frustrating in a really illogical way because it's pampering but at the same time it's just like i have to sit and be patient i have to wait now i have to wait for them and it's the drying it's the drying it's the drying it's the drying yes so what is going on with diosa so um diosa i really took a step back uh mostly because i didn't have time like i couldn't get up and just leave the house and do all these events and you know haul things around um but what i did last year is i launched the lip line Oh, so, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yes, I bought a ton of that stuff too. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I just don't wear makeup. Me either. So it well, just I don't wear. Fits. I know. I don't wear. It's funny. I don't wear lipstick. But I'm like, Diana, it's not just about you. You have people mm-hmm. who've been asking you to do this. And I would say basically almost all of the inventory sold out. I still have some, but mm-hmm. not as much as I thought I would have. I was like, oh, this is right. cool. But lips just aren't my thing. Um, so, yeah, so now it's. I've moved more to the private events space oh. for nail services so oh, i don't you push them to do like a like a mobile nail boutique or something yeah yeah so i don't push the nail polish as hard now so mm-hmm. throughout the years i've just made connections and friends um so we do nail services so we went to the wix lounge you know wix, wix.com we did yes. their employee um like appreciation day they had a oh, booth nice. there um my girls uh kelly and mimi yeah i nailed it yes a little bot yes we do the, the nba girl. draft every year really? so the nba draft the hospitality suite so they um do nails and manicures for the players and their guests for the you know the big draft mm-hmm. weekend the weekend that these people's lives are going to change forever right um so yeah i do more of those like private events okay. now because we all went to nail school and um you know, we kind of make the connects and they go in there and they work their magic. They're much better manicurists than I am. Like I, yeah, I I was, I never set out to like do nails. Like Mm -hmm. I just love the business of doing nails, but they're, they got it. Like they're bomb. They are so good. I remember going to all the events and it's just like, it didn't matter who did them. Yeah, They they would still be wild fly. Like you come out with the design and you, uh, and then even when the rest of your, like two weeks in, it's like, all right, it's starting like growing out now. Only got one chipped, but we got eight. Yeah, yeah, I, know got this, go. yeah, yeah. I got a lot of cuticle exposed here. Then you would just take a little sparkle, or you take a little bit of glitter and just glance, ooh, just go over top. it, and because you, you don't want right. to lose, you don't want to lose that design that you yeah. did. Cause you're like, yo, they worked hard, boy. They're so they look good. good. So it's just like, why, why lose it? So with the vent space, so do people book you for like baby showers? Do you do? Like, yeah, they do like birthdays. Okay. Um, you're doing girls adult birthdays in. or you're doing Oh, sometimes like some like children's birthdays. Uh, so anything that's like for people or more. So you could do like a okay. manicures and mimosas. We do. Like if those. you want to do like a birthday kind of thing. Yep. You know what I should do? 
I'm gonna, I'll talk to you afterwards. A friend of mine has a, um, she's an esthetician and she does pose facials. Um, she mm-hmm. does facials and all that. And she's actually not that far, mm-hmm. I don't think, from where you are. Nice, so. nice. So, yeah, so I'm in a new city now. So we'll see mm-hmm. if, uh, if I bring it to White Plains or not. But, yeah, so we do a lot of, like, the corporate private mm-hmm. events now. Okay, cool. Because you're like, excuse me, corporate <laughs> life. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's easy where I'm just like, well. Oh, I d- oh for this service, would you know, be interested? You know, for this service, in? like, during the day, and we go mm-hmm. out there, we do nails, and we go back home. Oh, my God. I feel like low-key in the back of my mind, like, I end up, oh, I know someone that does this, too. And I know someone yeah, that does yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you guys Let's should all be friends. All Everybody work on something. <laughs> Everybody do a project. And everyone is we working. Everyone makes money. Okay, so I'm gonna definitely talk That's to you about that because be. I know somebody that does um, has a massage business and she yeah. does. Um, she's an esthetician. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. what are some like final tips on just travel? So you okay. hooked me up with the affiliate affiliate links. Yes. So I don't know links. how the hell I didn't realize that because all that can turn into miles and stuff. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so the affiliate links. Um, as far as my advice to travel for you, uh, I know you do a lot of solo travel. Oh, so this is another yeah. shameless plug. So I have a, my one of my close friends, the one who did the wedding in Jordan. Yes. She's actually from California, but now she lives in Australia. And she has her own tech startup. And it's called Yuli Travel. You live to travel. Yuli, Y-O-U-L-I Travel. And it's kind of like a two-fold business. It's meant to coordinate travel so you know like when you're traveling with friends and you're like all right girl you, you this is the itinerary but pay me for this and no you pay me for that yes that's what happened with so i'll give you an example Alberta. i'm now um coordinating my sister's bachelorette in, in costa rica in, in february nice and i put up the itinerary i tell them how much they need to pay they pick and choose what they want out of the itinerary they pay me and then me as the coordinator, coordinator pays it out to like whoever right. so Hers is the only platform right now that lets you do that coordination. Second fold is that they host trips. Mm -hmm. So as a solo traveler, you can go on there and you say, like, who has an open trip that anyone can join? I was like, oh, I've never been to China and somebody's doing a a hosted Mm -hmm. trip to China. I want to join that group. I wouldn't have to go by myself. I mean, I know you like to go by yourself, but if Mm -hmm. you wanted to go, like Jordan is not a place that most people are going to go to. want to to go with other people. Right, Mm -hmm. right. So um, her site also has those like open trips available. That's pretty cool. Women in tech and travel. Because that was kind of, it's kind of in a sense what I had, um, I don't want to say fallen into, but I kind of discovered on um, like Facebook where you have like these travel groups Mm -hmm. and then you'll, hey, I'll be in Barcelona or I'll be because I was supposed to go to Martinique and that was going to be January, one, two, maybe three Januaries ago. And so they were like, oh, I'll be there these days. I'll be there this day. So you'll be here in the beginning that I'm there and you're leaving on like my third day and you're Mm going to be here on my fourth day. So we can link up. We can meet each other. Mm -hmm. We can do this together. Oh, what is there an excursion that you're planning on doing? Okay, well, you have a rental. Oh, my God, you're staying two miles from me. I'll pick you up. That was the beauty in the Facebook group. So essentially, it seems like her platform kind of just alleviates the whole fishing game and yeah just it's like kind the of, whole like coordination of like you owe me this much and you owe me that much it's like mm-hmm. we're all gonna go out to dinner right and so it's, it's gonna be 50 dollars 
you know, and, and you don't have to worry about it. So when she hosted her wedding, her wedding was kind of like the trial oh, for smart. the site. So it was like we, she had, I don't know, 30 people at this in Jordan mm-hmm. where we all paid her, besides our flight, we all paid her a lump sum of money. And we got to Jordan and like that was it. We knew she had all our hotel rooms booked. Nice. She, we had a tour bus that basically went from one end of Jordan to another. By the way, she's hosting the trip again. So if you want to go, that you sounds, should have on it. it was, yeah. She's she's so dope. She's amazing. Um, we didn't have to come out of pocket anything extra except some meals and like some extra things we like, wanted to do like in the city. Little things if and we didn't have to worry about up. it. It was all like done. And then things that we wanted to opt out of, there was a whole itinerary of the different options we were available. You can either come to this location and go on a two hour hike or you could just chill in the hotel spa. I'm gonna go to the hotel spa. Right. Like, I'm good. So you basically pay on the site to You pay on the site to the host. Okay. You're not paying to like the services. Yeah, you pay no. on the side to the host, and you know that's what you signed up for on this day, and that's what you're gonna go do. So like, basically, if out. my cousins and I want to go to, because a bunch of my cousins are, we kind of did want to plan a trip together. I'm definitely gonna have Trey do this because I don't think I can go on the trip. But I, well, okay, spell that again yeah. for me. Y O U L I U L I travel. Y O U L I travel. Mm-hmm. Dot com? Um, I think it's Yuli.travel, but you'll find Yuli. Good Yuli. Travel. it. Yeah. Okay, Yuli Travel. So Y-O-U-L-I-T-R-A-V-E-L. Yeah. So we'll internet that. Yuli Travel. That sounds cool. Um, so yeah, so you have the affiliate links. You have the coordination. Um, so that's travel, you know, solo. And then, of course, like with people you know, or if there's someone like you're like mm-hmm. so, you know does anybody know anybody in Paris like just let me know I'm willing to go host you host or just you like meet up with you mm-hmm. for kind of coffees and shit. Yep. And then uh, so traveling with kids first like just set your expectations like it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, it also doesn't have to be stressful, but just like just do it because the more you put your kids on flights and I understand it's not a luxury everybody you know can afford but the more you take your kids out to restaurants the more you take them out around adults they understand how to behave and what they can and cannot do my daughter's four I don't have to worry about anything with her on flights on buses and restaurants like she is so knows how to sit in one place you know Mm -hmm. um and she knows how to like interact with adults so set your expectations Mm -hmm. um and it's free until they're two right so it's right. kind of like you're flying solo, but you're not. Because they sit on your lap for the most part at, until mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. They want to be all over you anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so set your expectations. Stay calm. You know, if if you have a partner that can't stay calm, just like really try to balance each other out. Because the last thing you want to do is travel with kids. They stress you out. You stress each other out with your partner or whoever you're flying with. Mm-hmm. And it could just be a disaster. Right. Um, and then set your expectations for the trip. Like, you know... You may be the family that buys a hiking backpack and you go hiking through Hawaii with your child. Like, that's okay. Right. Totally okay. You may have to stop to change a few diapers. Mm -hmm. You know, you may have to stop and feed. But there's a lot of stopping and starting. And so the time is a lot more limited. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more, let me get off the bus and prepare the bag, etc. So, and then anything that makes it convenient and easy for you like just do that no matter like how ridiculous it is so this leads me to my diosa lifestyle link for the longest time i was trying to figure out a way that if i had the lap child like 
the seat back pocket is just not enough space for it's all the not. crap I have. I to don't even like putting take. stuff in there. It's right. gross to me. And the diaper bag, yeah, it works, but you're doing a lot of like crouching down yeah. and like trying to get it super annoying. So I have on my Amazon shop, so Amazon.com slash shop slash Diosa. Um, it's actually I, I finally found a solution that works for me. It's a stroller organizer that has these really thin straps, mm -hmm. but it has um two organization pockets and a netted like a catch-all bag okay i strap that on to the uh tray mm -hmm. and then i can just grab stuff and take things out of there oh, so it's sweet. just like not on the floor um i can easily reach and it had like i don't even really need the diaper bag i put it in the overhead seat okay. so i have more space so that and carry stroller cover the stroller bag and the car seat bag the airport, the airline people, like, they don't give a shit about your stroller. They will dirty it up. It will get grease. So if you mm -hmm. just spend the $12 on that bag on Amazon, which oh, I also have on my link. put the stroller in the bag? Yeah, you put okay. it in, a, like, a airline bag, and it's easier for them to handle, and it's just not going to get it's dirty. It's not going to get broken either. I and feel like if yeah. you easily throw something on top of it, it'll... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember coming. Cars. Right, I remember coming out of Barcelona and my, the 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 bag was soaking wet. Oh, well, I don't who even, knows what, what it was. Nothing else was wet, and the stroller because if we wouldn't have had the bag on there, the, it, we wouldn't even be able to sit our son on it. It was disgusting, but yeah. So that's my. Oh, I'm just thinking of all bit. the horrible things that it could be. I'm thinking yeah. it's like. Fucking jet fuel. Yeah, that's like, what I was thinking. I was like, is this worst fuel? case scenario? Like, it's like it's antifreeze from like water come oh my god, from? it's battery acid or okay. It was so gross. Mohill. Okay, so thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on. Where, thank you for having um, me. Where can people follow you? And so, what are your like Instagrams and stuffs? Longology across the board on Facebook, Instagram, and just longology.com. Um, you'll see just where we've been and where we've been with kids mm -hmm. and i'm actually behind on quite a few trips so i'll be posting a lot more and i'm um, getting the pictures and stuff out there longology thank you diana travel have fun okay guys thanks for listening again appreciate you coming back for another week uh find me on the instagrams underscore d carry d c a r r i e um and follow the show on uh the instagrams as well travel the letter n and then shit underscore instagram and uh that's it we're at the beats on film studio signing off bye bye